The Last Word with Matt Cooper. It's time for our weekly personal finance spot with Charlie Weston, the personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. He was with us on Monday. We were talking about petrol and diesel prices in the forecourts. But something we briefly mentioned, we didn't get a chance to examine, was the continuing rise in the price of groceries that you buy in the supermarket. Charlie Weston, what's the rate at this stage of price increases? Matt, it's down to 9.8% according to Kantar, their consultants who look at the grocery trade in detail and produce um, figures every, every 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 month. Now, they're slightly different to the Central Statistics Office figures, but they're saying it's 9.8%. That doesn't sound great, but the good news, the good bit of that is it's the lowest level of grocery inflation since September 2022, and it's the first time this year that we've had grocery inflation under 10%. Uh, there was a kind of a, almost a 1% fall in the month of October in prices. Now, it's, it, it's still... Oh, sorry, no, not, not a fall in prices, Charlie. I think a fall in the rate in which crisis are, prices are increasing, because this, I think, is the important point that we continue yeah. having to make, isn't it? That even when inflation falls to a lower level, it still means the prices are going up. They're still going up at about 10%, but there was a fall in the month of, 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 of October in the, of almost 1% in prices. But the annual rate is still going up at 10%. So between this time, this, this, this now and last year, prices have gone up 10%. So, I mean, that's infuriating for people. This is stuff you have to buy. It's your groceries. It's, you know, you have to feed, uh, feed yourselves. It's families having to buy this stuff. Um, so it, 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 it's, 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 it's Charlie, very... I'll give you an example of how it works. You know, sometimes if you go and you decide to go to the till to pay for yourself because you think you're going to be under 50 quid and you just tap and you go, the amount of times you now find that a basket of stuff is more than 50 quid is quite surprising. And just when you add the whole things up, all the stuff up, you suddenly become surprised by how expensive it is to go to the supermarket. It is an extremely expensive trip, you know. Um, look, at the only good news is Cantor are saying, look, they expect prices to keep falling, but we desperately need it. We need a break, as you say, Matt. This has been going on now for two years. Look, at a one stage, prices were rising at 16.8%. That's absolutely, you know, phenomenal increases in prices. And, you know, and, and people notice it. They, they get a printout of the, um, they get their till receipt and they realise, you know, what they're paying every week is higher every single week. And it's not just, you know, the, the, the big supermarket chains, the, 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 the discounters as well. Their prices are all going up. Um, so it's extremely Okay, but what can you do about it? I mean, does it make sense to sort of sign into sorry, discount schemes or whatever or to keep your receipts if you might have an incentive to come back and save a fiver and a tenner on your next shop in the same supermarket? Yeah, well, people are doing all these things. They're playing every trick they can to make sure to keep their prices down. They're also moving very much to own labels, Matt. The the split between own label and branded products is about 50-50 now. That's a big phenomenon that's been happening for a while where people are deciding, look at, you know, I have to get X or whatever, but I'm not going to buy the expensive brand, the premium brand. Now, what what they're doing, particularly at the moment, Matt, is they're, they're buying even more own labels and then, you're chucking in the odd tin of seasonal biscuits or take-home confectionery for Christmas. They're buying ahead for Christmas, but, you know, they're not spending, they're trying not to spend any more by, you know, ensuring that there's plenty of own label in, in, in the trolley. But it, look, it's, it's very, very difficult for people. A lot of people are buying online because, you know, they, they, some people think they're less tempted 
it, 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 it than going to the, to the store where. So, so why would that be? Is it just because if you go into the store and it's maybe the sort of the smells that you get of the fresh bread or a cooking chicken or whatever makes you hungry? It tends to make you buy more, or could it be as well that things are placed in certain positions that you mightn't have thought of, and then you say, "Oh, sure, I'll get that as well." Yeah, there's all that, Matt. Look, at retailers, and particularly retail multiples, spend a fortune on the psychology of what makes you buy and trying to lay out shops and put things in, on at different levels on shelves to, to just to encourage you, to prompt you to buy. So the whole experience is all around maximising the sale when you go into a supermarket, and they're very good at doing that. You're right, the smell's coming out. You usually walk in and you're near the bread initially because you get that smell. So it's making you feel good. It's making you you know, loosen the you, you, sort of sort of you know, any uh, discipline you might have. So if you can do it online, some people are finding, well, okay, yeah, I'm less tempted to overspend and maybe I'm very careful to stick to my list and uh, I get it delivered to the door then. There's a lot of that going on now in suburban Ireland now. Uh, something like uh, one in five are buying online. They find it good because it's just so expensive in this country, Matt. We have some of the most expensive food in the European Union. We're the fourth highest for food and all alcohol prices in this country. Why is that? It's about 15% EU average. Well, look, I wish there was a decent report done on this. I know the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission, they looked at the retail trade to see if there was kind of anti-competitive behaviour going on. I would like them to do a proper investigation into why it's so blinking expensive in this country, excuse my language, particularly for the, the stuff that's going up all the time, the stuff we produce ourselves, milk, meat, veg, that kind of stuff is all going up. In you price. know, we import an awful lot, Charlie. We actually are a net food importer, despite our own image of ourselves has been self-sufficient. We're self-sufficient in certain products, although we export the bulk of them, but there are lots of other things, like the biscuit that you've been mentioning, they're nearly all imported. They are, Matt. And even, you know, I didn't say bread there because that's another thing that's going up in price. We, we seem to import an awful lot of flour in this country. We don't seem to mill our own flour. Uh, so all of that, yeah, all of that's expensive for a small country. There's, there's a whole host of good reasons. There's also many reasons that need to be looked at. You know, is, 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 is the insurance system a problem? Is it, you know, uh, are, are, are fat margins being made? You know, I, I'm I, sure I, we get I, the I same excuse as we got on Monday, Charlie. You remember when we were being told the petrol forecourts that are all running on thin margins for the um, petrol and diesel? The supermarkets will tell you the same, but they also have enormous power when it comes to cash flow and they operate as quasi-banks. I think you actually will find that that the supermarkets and the chains here in Ireland all make considerable sums of money, no matter how low they might say their margins are. That, that's true, Matt, and we don't have full view of this now because many of them don't produce figures. But interestingly, Tesco, a uh, bit of transparency there earlier this year in a surprise move, they told us that they made 85.5 million euros in profits in the year to February. Now, they're saying that was down on the previous year because of inflation. Aldi, to be fair to them, do produce profit figures as well. They they, they produced a, a 17 million euro profit for 2022. But the others, the likes of Duns, we've no idea what they're making here. Yeah, they're very big businesses. It's high volume and they will claim it's low margin. But, you know, it's not just the retailers. Others behind it are making big profits. A lot of the big companies that would supply the raw materials here uh, are making very healthy profits at the moment. And one of the things that the Consumer Protection Commission did find, Matt, is when input prices fall, 
supermarkets here in particular are slow to pass that on to consumers. So I think there's plenty of questions to be asked. No wonder people are cynical. I think we could have, we should have far more robust intervention from the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission to question a lot of these things. Do we always have to take a hit or, you know, it's, it, it, it's, is, is there sufficient, um, decent pro- uh, competition there? The, the, the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission said there was no ex- excessive pricing uh, but, you know, a lot of people will wonder about that. But it's just that the, the rate of inflation has been so high. Yeah. And shrinkflation, also it's the sneaky stuff as well, Matt. That's that really sinister one where you know, what you're used to buying a certain amount of, 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 of a good, of a product. Yeah, so the 500 gram product becomes a 400 gram product. I wonder, does that get factored into the inflation calculations? I don't know that it does, Matt, you know, and there's no warning about it. I think, it, you know, there's a lot of basic things the government could do. They could bring in regulations, for example, to, to provide for a situation where that's happening and you're not told about it. I think there should be a big, huge indicator as to do in some countries to say, look at, you're getting less of this product now. It's still at the same price, but the, you know, what you're getting here is less. Yeah. And, and, you know, that bit of decency and honesty Somebody, some one of the retailers should break out and do that. That would be very helpful. Yeah, it's, it's like the packaging that's a very you get. Thing, Matt. Yeah, the packaging you get, and you suddenly find that the chocolate bar in it only goes about two thirds of the way up the packaging instead of filling it out like it used to. We'll put it out to listeners, Charlie, to zero eight seven four one hundred one zero two. Your last word. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty. Today.